What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. This is the daily NFL podcast on CBSSports.com or CBS Sports. Um, excited. This is our final show in Fort Lauderdale. I'm actually kind of sad, to be honest. Here in a room with four best friends, nay, four super friends, and Eric DiBaradinas. Did I do it right? I did. Our producer extraordinaire. You should follow Debo on Twitter, by the way, if you don't already do that. Um, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, Sean Wilson McGuff. <laughs> I thought the deal was I delete the photo and then you use my full name. Wasn't that part of the terms? Yeah. Did you did you change the post where I used it in the deck? Why would I change it? <laughs> I liked it. I wrote Sean Wilson McGuff. And though at dinner we decided that we were no longer to refer to Sean as Sean Wagner McGuff, only as Sean Wagner or Sean Wilson McGuff. Um, but I guess since you deleted the photo, my fat photo, uh, <laughs> you can be relieved of that pain. If Brinson's voice sounds hoarse, it is not because he went on a four-night bender. It is because he hosted a six-hour telethon on Thursday. Brinson, I can't believe you survived. And then did like three hours of, pre- of, of video afterwards. Ryan did, Ryan did the same thing? You're burying the lead. You got body slammed, choke slammed, oh, yeah. figure forward, punched, suplexed. I thought I did a pretty good job, like... Uh, yeah, you're a acting. You're, you're a heel, right? You're a great heel yeah. in terms of re- in wrestling terms. Yeah. Eric Young, Eric Young, yeah, professional wrestler. He looks every bit like a professional wrestler. Brinson reminds me of the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. That would have been his job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he got slapped around, took a couple dives, rolled around on the floor. Like These he, clips are on Twitter. We'll have to we'll put them out there so everybody can see them. But Brinson got punched in the face, <laughs> and then he also got put a sleeper hold where I literally thought he was dead at one point. I don't, were you Breach, acting or is this literally? Breach leans over to me because you were laying there on the ground and Breach leans over twice and he goes, has anyone checked for a pulse? <laughs> and I, was like, I was actually down there trying not to giggle because like Hassel was like, glad Brinson wore boxers today because my, my, <laughs> my underwear was showing. And that's when you moved right away. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sean was like, does this mean I'm the host of the podcast now? <laughs> uh, by the way, do you know where, uh, Mr. Young lives? You're looking at me, so I'm guessing Cincinnati or Nashville. Nashville! What? He lives in Nashville. Maybe he yeah. might be my neighbor. Hey, I, yeah, I bet he lives in roughly the same neighborhood as you. So, John, it's when possible. you jump over his fence and try to break into his house, realize what happened I'm to I'm not dealing with that sleeper hold. I will, I, yeah. If I live near him, I'm moving away. I saw what he did to Brinson. He's won a bunch of stuff. He, uh, the NXT Tag Team Championship one time, uh, and he was won the uh, Tag Team of the Year in 2017. Really good dude. Big fantasy fan. We had a blast with him. Uh, Dave Richard, Jamie Eisenberg. Next week is going to be gambling week. So we're excited for that. We will break down some uh, picks and whatnot. Um, have some guests lined up. I'm sure that Tebow isn't concerned that I haven't scheduled those at all. Uh, but we are going to wrap up the week three Thursday night action. Um, any other uh, any other takeaways from the, tel- the telethon, by the way? Yeah, we broke last year's record. Oh, yeah. That's a good takeaway. Eight, do we? I don't know what our final number was. Danny Cannell went on late, thirty minutes ago, and said if we hit twenty grand, he would wear an SEC jersey. Yeah, every day for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was a tattoo involved. Fifty Did I grand was a tattoo. And, um, I, I I was going to offer to shave my head live on television. My wife said that fifty k would be the minimum that we would need. And there's also the thing that he has hair plugs. I mean, you can see the hair plugs replaced and then you'd be fine. Yeah, I can't believe you. Well, that's them. because the hair plugs cost 40 grand, so they'd right. be going profiting 10 grand. <laughs> Sorry, children. Daddy needs new hair plugs. And Brinson's contract stipulates that his hair can't be shorter than an inch and a half. So that we would renegotiate that. It would have been a complicated situation. Um, one of the cooler things that happened on the evening, though, uh, couldn't, uh, you know, can't, can't, can't talk about this without mentioning that Vance Forrest, a podcast listener, and now apparently my best friend in the world, um, agreed to donate $1,000 uh, of his own cash in order to have us draw the, uh, the draft order for his, uh, for his team, uh, for his league based out of Greensboro. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious if I know anybody in the league. Like, um, I don't, he says he doesn't think they know about the podcast, but like, I lived in Greensboro for a while. I know a couple guys who work in the same place he you does. You probably so. didn't live there quietly either. I, I do not live anywhere quietly, Ryan. <laughs> I don't do anything quietly. Um, but I really appreciate all the support, all the new people who uh, popped on and, and, and checked out the podcast and uh, for listening. So again, if you want to, if you want to have us, uh, we got a mailbag that we fill, that we recorded here that will come out later. Oh, oh my god! And I forgot to mention. Well, I, this is important. We're going to be doing video shows all year long. We're going to be having 
video shows of the Pick 6 podcast will be remote, of course, but we will be uh, filming them on video and putting them on YouTube. They won't be live, but we'll be Sunday night, um, thir- Monday night, and then, th- and then, okay, we'll be doing video five shows a week. Okay, so really, you're going to get- look happy about that. You're, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna, you, if you want to watch these shows, and I hope you do, the Pick 6 Podcast Army is great about, uh, endorsing everything we do. You're gonna see a lot of me in gray t-shirts. And you'll see a lot of me making faces at you at least two nights a week. Yeah. Although Ryan gets a lot more serious with this video. And I now have to shower more than once a week, which is the downside of all this for me. Because you can't go on video without showering, right? Is that like... And I can't wear my tank tops anymore. This is sad. This is a good day for Ryan, honestly. Ryan's the winner here. If we had to rank winners and losers, Ryan's definitely at the top. Probably Brinson second, me third, your fourth. Because uh, you love your tank tops. And you can watch these videos, by the way. Um, they'll all be posted on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports, our uh, channel. We already have, like, like I don't know, about millions of subscribers, but you should check it out. There's a bunch of good stories. Cool thing about Will Greer on there. And all Big Six podcast uh, things will be on there. Speaking of Will Greer. Quickly, but- subscribe, comment, and review. I hear that when I watch all of my kids watch YouTube videos. And that's what all the YouTubers say. So you're now officially. Did you just YouTube- do air quotes on YouTubers? <laughs> you're a YouTuber now, so yes. So are you. My seven-year-old will be pumped. Yeah, he will be. Um, let's get to the news. Mr. Will Greer, he might be have to be the Panthers quarterback uh, mm. because all of my Panthers preseason wagers might have gone up in flames in one quick moment as Cam Newton left the game. Cam came out uh, for his first preseason action, his first throwing action during a game since having shoulder surgery this offseason. Um, he went four for six for 30 yards, very limited action. He was under a ton of pressure. The Patriots got all over him. The Patriots' defense looked fantastic. Um, the concern in this 10-3 Patriots win, though, involves Cam's foot. And there's not any... There's not anything def- definite. It's going to be, definitely be a Friday MRI situation. So while you're listening to this, bear in mind that we recorded Thursday night. We'll find out more about Cam probably over the weekend. But there's a possibility that he misses upwards of multiple months. And there's a possibility it's just a couple of weeks. Or may, you know, maybe it's no time at all. It would be surprising if this injury wasn't something. It would be, it would be surprising if this injury was nothing, I think. Um, when you was, watched it. It, it looked like nothing. Well, they, they, the, we were watching the Patriots channel because the Patriots was, was on Game Pass, the Game Pass on the, with like Scott Zola, like rainbows, unicorns. And Seaburn, who we talked about, having to talk to Bill Belichick last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and the was, Patriots don't care about Cam Newton's ankles. They weren't showing multiple replays of it. Whereas if you were watching Charlotte, they were just zooming in. This was like a national yeah. emergency. No, they, yeah, so like, like, they like zoomed out and were like showing like the Patriots cornerbacks and safeties in man coverage. Like, look at these guys locking them down. And then like they go to commercial and they come back. It's like, and like you know, the Panthers are tweeting, Cam is out for the game. And it's, you know, it's, a, it's a panic situation. I am, um, I'm not going to write off all my Panthers bets. I still think they could hit the over. Uh, but Wait I, a second. I, what's the over? Seven and a half. They can hit the over if Cam is plays how many games? Ten. Ooh, boy, that's that's that's, that's optimistic. But the thing is, like, even let's say the well, you think not he's going to miss. You saying it's? I don't know how many games he's going to miss. But but the over is hard to hit if he's missing two or three games. <laughs> he's missing two thirds of the games. You eh. expect him to go like ten and four? Like, I mean, I'm not optimistic. I'm not. This is a this is a full blown. You just nightmare. said I feel like they can still hit the over. I okay. There's a difference between thinking something could happen and being optimistic about a situation. Okay, so if he misses six games, see, I I look calm as I'm si- sipping this delicious funky Buddha hop gun. <laughs> Internally, I'm freaking the geek out. No, we were on. We were. I'm freaking out, Ryan. We were doing. Is this what you want? Do you want to know I'm freaking out? You, that's sort of how you were. Uh, we're doing the live look-ins on, on HQ. That nah, was just camera up for the camera. But I feel like this is something. This is you had the same sort of reaction I would imagine you would have if someone said that Philip Rivers died in a fiery pl- plane crash. How you were just totally freaked out that wow that got dark. Try not to will things into existence, Ryan. This no, I'm not. I mean, Philip Rivers died. I would definitely like. It'd be like if, no, but my point it'd is, it'd be like if it'd be like if the lead singer of Brand New died. Sean would like <laughs> Sean would gather his things. I'm definitely taking like two weeks of personal time. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's I'm, not, how, I'm not joking. I would gather my things. I would that's wave my hand, everybody, and I would walk away. But that was like, your reaction with Cam Newton. I understood that, but I don't know if they, if he. Missed I walked. Six. I mean, I walked out of the green room where we were sitting watching the games and yelled a big loud cuss word. I mean, but like, while I was, you were watching, even if he was healthy, he had what. He played three possessions, two three and outs, sacked twice, gets injured. It literally was the worst night possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought that like 
I, I thought the Patriots defense looked better than the Panthers offense looked bad. I, mean, I thought, I thought Cam did a good job getting the ball out quickly in, in some instances. McCaffrey had a couple holes and the Patriots linebackers filled them. Um, you know, he got the guys in short yardage. I, 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 like, I, I was, I was watching it. I was like, all right, this is what we want to see. And then Cam runs around on a third down, gets tackled and sacked for a loss. And, but he like slid on his own volition and then he, you know, gets up and he walks off and he was walking around back on the sidelines. I mean, look, it could be nothing, but it feels like very, very, very ominous. It's just like the latest conversation point for why it feels like preseason is going to go away. We hear the coaches talking about they like the joint practices better. Um, Cam's not getting hit in the joint practice unless someone's going crazy on the other side trying to make a football team or something. And now this happens. You don't learn anything really about Cam, about the offense, his new throwing motion or whatever. All you find out is that he gets hurt. In a game, he probably shouldn't have been in. Yeah, and to your point, even if we don't get the joint practices, I feel like we are like a year or two away from none of the starters ever playing. I mean, right. the Bears are already doing that. Other teams oh, are a year or two Rams. away from no preseason. I mean, McVay yeah. didn't even take the team to Hawaii. He left like 20 guys at home. Yeah. 30, we'll, we'll, 33 we'll, Packers players didn't suit up on Thursday night. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and they still managed to score a bunch of points on an 80 yard field. Oh, gosh. They're playing on an 80 yard field. What are we doing? That's the John Breach size field. What um for this is fantasy Sean, week? That's not funny. This, is, this is fantasy week, so Insulting. let's. What what are you doing if you've drafted Cam in um in fantasy? Are you are you? I mean, you're not you're you're worried, but you're not dropping him. Obviously, no, you're not you're dropping gonna, him. But like, are you're you like Defcon too? I mean, so like, if What's I'm gonna, plan, if, I, if, I, if I if I drafted Cam as my only quarterback in the league, I would definitely go. I mean, for okay, two things. One, if you're drafting this weekend, you don't don't take Cam in the ninth in the ninth round, right? Like take like take Cam. Late. Just pass on Cam. I think you have to pass on Cam. He might go. I mean, if you're drafting, for instance, tomorrow before this news is out, or if you're drafting Friday, he might be going undrafted. Sure. So we'll take a late round. Take a use your next to last round pick on him and draft him as your second quarterback and add like pair him with Lamar Jackson or Ben Roethlisberger. But like if you've already drafted, I would go out and get like Kirk Cousins and go ahead and add him. Like drop the worst guy on my team to add Kirk Cousins so I know I can shore up the position. But you, I mean, I would I would not. We talked about this. Adam Azer was talking about this. He said he would put instead of Cam misses. Let's say Cam misses. Uh, and look, we don't again. We don't know. Let's say Cam misses six games, and he we, might miss zero. Which let's be clear. He might miss. He might miss zero. He might miss twelve. I mean, we don't know. Um, what would you? What would you do with well, Ryan? You already drink one Bud Light. God dang. Bud Light Lime. <laughs> um, Bud Light Lime. That was fast. Like a tennis beer. Uh, how, what would you? Uh, how many would you draft Christian McCaffrey? Fourth overall, or would you dock him down? Uh, Adam Azer was saying he might even go uh, down to as low as like eight. So that means the the first the big three running backs minus plus, McCaffrey, and then plus like, like the, three wide receivers, roughly. Yeah. I mean, I think you could justify taking him with the fourth pick still. I'm not ta- but like, like they how- would still check the ball down to him a ton, especially if it's PPR. They're still. If, I mean, if a backup's in there, if it's Will Greer, they're going to check the ball down a ton. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, like, it's not like he's I mean, less. Saquon is with Eli Manning and Saquon is in contention for the top pick. Is, is, is the top pick. Zeke Elliott's holding out and nobody's like freaking out about it. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I would say that Curtis, uh, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore are sliding down about two rounds. If Cam Newton wasn't there, just hypothetically for the entire season, just, I mean, that's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. case. I wouldn't draft Eight Curtis games. Samuel or Jalen Samuels. Yeah, I mean, Greg Olson's basically going undrafted. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I mean, I still think that North Turner can get enough out of them. Like, there's so many guys who put up numbers for the Panthers. Like, somebody's going to have to get, you know, like, I mean, whoever passes for the Panthers is going to have 3,000 plus passing yards. Like, it's not going to have to go somewhere. There's going to be 3,000 passing yards. Yeah, in yeah. I, I, it's, I mean, but already with those two Panthers receiver, there's a bit of, uh, projection still going on. And factored sure. in that projection, um, is obviously the quarterback. I, okay, fine. You would still draft them, but they go from like the sixth round, eighth round guys. They go from sixth and the eighth to eighth like and tenth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you dock them two rounds. Uh, Tom Brady looked pretty good, eight of twelve for seventy five yards. Uh, was strip sacked by Brian Burns. Debo's Debo's is on point right now. Look at this. Are you buying Sony Michelle stock? I mean, Sony Michelle looked really good, and Damian Harris got hurt. I would. I am a little miffed. I'm not more in on Sony Michelle in my drafts. He's the he's the twenty fourth. According to Fantasy Pros ADP, he's the 24th running back off the board right now behind Mark Ingram, David Montgomery, Derek Henry, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. What do you think about that, Breach? If you're comparing Sony Michelle to an actual stock, do I want to buy Sony Michelle stock? He's Amazon right now. Because here's the thing. 
in this game, they gave him the ball 10 times. And, like, Bill Belichick doesn't love to play the starters in the preseason. So did Michelle just had that knee scope in June. So by giving him those 10 carries, that's saying, we know this guy's healthy. We want to make sure everything's good. Everything looks fine. And we saw what he did in the playoffs last year. He rolled everyone. The Patriots kind of switched their offensive philosophy. Sony Michelle just terrorizing everyone. I think that's what we're going to see once the season starts. All right. Um, Redskins, Falcons. Ryan, your boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> the most important player in the NFC last year. It... Who are you? What are you talking about? I don't even know what we're laughing about. Yeah. Because we know what guy. You're... Because he wasn't he predicting the Redskins to win the NFC East, and then Darius Geis goes down, and he's suddenly like, "Well, that's why they didn't win the NFC." No, East. I, I said Alex Smith was going to be MVP. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was no like, Geis went down, and yeah. he said Smith there was, would win it. There was no, a no, podcast no. where you were like, "Well, Darius Geis went down." <laughs> oh no, I, I don't even. That's, even that's a deep, yeah, that's a deep cut. No, he's, I'm assuming he's going to talk about Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, John has memorized every podcast. I just he's ever loved done. It, like that. The giggle it brought. Yeah. By the way, just so, like people can't see this, um, and, and if we're not we're not into like taking photos and tweeting them out of each other because you know we're trying to be cool. But like, go ahead and lean in on that mic you guys are sharing, Sean and Ryan, Sean and John. That's a cute picture. Uh, I'll tweet that one out. Um, that's a good picture. I mean, it's not. It doesn't make you look fat. So Sean. in the Fort Lauderdale office, what Brinson's trying to say, there's only three mics and there's four of us. So something had to give, and because Brinson the diva. And Wilson's old. Me and Sean agreed to share a mic, and that's what's happening right now. By the way, as this is happening, um, Cam Newton left Gillette in a walking boot, and Ron Rivera said, "Oh boy, um, he doesn't know more than that." And they'll speak to doctors after the press conference. Yeah, on Friday, which is what worth noting too that uh, Doctor Robert Anderson, who's the preeminent foot doctor, is in Charlotte. He's the Panthers team, like one of the Panthers doctors. He's doing. He does everybody's foot surgeries. Uh, Derwin's. Yeah, Derwin. Yeah, if, if you have a foot surgery, he, he's the Doctor James Andrews of feet. So if you have a foot problem, you go to see Dr. Robert Anderson in Charlotte, and Cam will not have to travel far, unfortunately, in that walking boot. Dwayne well, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. He actually, I was looking, uh, we were watching the game while we were, we were doing the show, and, and then I saw the cut-up of, of the passes. 7-13, 74 yards. Again, the passes he was he was able to complete looked really good. Even the incompletions looked really good. Uh, the drops that shouldn't have happened. Uh, the offensive line, uh, this is a huge development, is a, is a big issue. Trent Williams isn't there. Uh, the, there are no playmakers on this team. Brits and I have been talking about this uh, all, all night on Thursday. There's no reason to, to take him out there. Um, Parenthood, 1989, one of my favorite movies, Steve Martin. Um, Clint Howard, who's like in, Ron Howard's brother who's in every movie, has a scene where he says uh, to the little league kid, you have no business being out there, no business. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Dwayne Haskins. Like Jay Gruden, <laughs> under no circumstances, should put him out there. Uh, but I feel like, you know, we've said this a lot on the podcast, Jay Gruden's coaching for his job, so we may see Dwayne Haskins sooner rather than later. I would not play him all year if if I were Bruce Allen or Dan Snyder or Jay Gruden, but Jay Gruden won't be there all year. So I was impressed. Now, compared to Daniel Jones, who we'll talk about later, it wasn't the same situation because Daniel Jones at least has people to throw to, but I, I thought it was another nice step forward for Dwayne Haskins. Seven of... Fourteen. Seven, thirteen, seven. Did you say the stats already? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, it's been a really long day. And the one thing I'll add about Haskins now, I don't Just keep going to say, talk about guys. Your boy. No. Your boy, Darius Geis. I have nothing to say about Darius Geis, although he did, worth noting, he did start tonight. And, 11 uh, of 44. I mean, like, Darius Geis is dirt cheap in fantasy leagues because the Redskins suck. Well, and the Adrian, I know Adrian, it's Adrian Peterson is. I mean, Geis old, was, I loved Geis. I was ready to take him in the fifth round in every single league last year, and I thought he would. So I where th- do you take him now with Adrian Peterson not looking like terrible last year? But also Chris Thompson. So, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a heavy backfield. I would probably put him. I think he's a, I think he's a zero RB guy that you take in the seventh round. I wish you could just draft the Redskins backfield and it was all just one. Oh, Jordan Reed left the game. I mean, Debo's unbelievable. He's just feeding me nuts. This is incredible. I mean, I moved. This, the only reason I moved down here is to like to have him here when we podcast. Um, and because you know, Debo moves to Raleigh. <laughs> Debo moves to Raleigh. <laughs> It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for you. No, you would be down here. He's not going to move there. Jordan Reed left the game with a concussion. This is like they. Are, well, I just want to finish this. Time, time is a flat circle. You have, yeah, exactly. Jordan Reed's injured, but also, you know, somebody is just going to fax a list of every player that got injured on Thursday to the NFL offices and yeah. be like, guys, preseason games are done. This is yeah. dumb. Let's cancel Week Four. Uh, let's just start the regular season next Thursday. Yeah, but it also goes back. I mean, this isn't. The Redskins fall, but Trent Williams is wary of the medical staff. Darius Geis has some complications coming back from his ACL. Um, that's a concern. Colt McCoy had his concerns. 
So it's just uh, the latest sort of checkpoint slash talking point about why the Redskins are who they are. Not a whole lot to love. By the way, took the uh, in my today's top picks, I, wrote, I had three picks. Took the uh, under in the Redskins at, at Falcons game at 41. Smashed it, boys. What was the final? I didn't actually bet it myself, of course. Redskins won 19-7. The oh, Ravens-Eagles game has been suspended as we're recording this, but the Ravens were up 26-15. to That was the other game. I, I think we know the Ravens are going to win that game because it's a preseason game. Right. That they would but it'll be 16 They're, they're, they're minus five, though, so I mean, we'll see if they come. I think they just called the game. Off? Yeah, like it's over. Because they so played they, enough of it, and it's a preseason game. So they are 16-0 and oh. in their last 16 preseason wow. games. All right, so they covered. What a cover. Um <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? Will that count? Hell yeah. Final game. Right. Uh, yes, yeah, enough, enough game that the game was played. Matt Ryan, 9 to 14, 74 yards. Uh, Danny Etling, the backup. I would expect to see a lot of Danny Etling in, in week four. Uh, Case Keenum, 9 to 14 for 100 and, 101 yards. Hard to really take a whole lot from this game that didn't feature a ton of offense. Another, By the way, quick, sorry, quickly. Uh, on Wednesday night, we had a dinner and we talked about these crazy bowl predictions. My bowl prediction was that the Redskins would go 1 and 15. What's the over-under? Do we know? Uh, six and a half. Six and a half is insanely high, right? Yeah, I, p- I pounded the under. That's yeah. like one of RJ's. It's, it's going to move to six. So if you can find six and a half, take it. Six with like not much juice or plus money, it was also worth taking. Don't take six if it's like minus 150. Uh, but they're not winning seven Is games. there a better chance the Redskins win seven games or go one in 15? Oh, like exactly seven? Seven or more. Not eight. Ryan wants <laughs> you to affirm his bold prediction. I feel like one's more likely than seven. R- I mean, RJ, RJ White, who is a sharp guy, agrees that the Redskins under six and a half is a great bet to hammer. And I, I don't disagree with him at all. Well, put it this way. When Ryan last night made the prediction that the Redskins would go one and 15, RJ was making his bold prediction next. And Which he was, was mad because he was going to say the Redskins go. Did he say 0 and 16? Yeah, exactly. So RJ. That was going to be his one bold prediction of the year was going to be. Well, Redskins I mean, you look at – we talked about their quarterback situation. We, they don't have a left tackle. Uh, Adrian Peterson is 34. The other running backs coming off an ACL injury. Like, it is the longest list of things that you just blow up in your face. So, yeah. Speaking of bold predictions, as everyone that listens to this program knows, I boldly predicted the Giants would win the NFC East and, uh, and, and put some cash on it, not regretting it at all. Uh, actually, I'm not regretting it because I've looked at Daniel Jones. I've stared him in the face. I've seen what he can do to he defenses. Plans. Oh, he'll play, baby. Nine of eleven for 144 yards. Adam Azer, who is a pretty calm and like measured guy, wouldn't you say? Like he's not a very like, not Giants a, fan. He's a Giants fan, but he's usually calm, and measured. He was squealing like a little <laughs> girl uh, when he was watching these throws. From he goes, "Look at that throw! That's a heavy sandwich. <laughs> That's a heavy sandwich." Um, it, but it, Daniel Jones looks sharp. He, yep. There's just no, no two ways about it. He looks more mobile, more athletic. He got did get strip sacked again. It's the third time. Not his pretty, Nate Solder didn't hold up, but like Eli Manning, at least would have like crumpled to the ground. Like a piece <laughs> of Eli would have man, Eli would have been on the ground well before the yeah, hit was yeah. Eli Manning would have thrown the ball out of bounds four seconds before the, the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. pass rusher got thrown. Hey, woo. <laughs> say one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, That's actually the play call. We beat this. Say one. All right, we beat this into the ground on the on the on the HQ stuff. But I am curious. What do you guys think, uh, Sean? I'll start with you. What do you think about uh, the over under for Week Six when Daniel Jones gets his first start? I'll take the over. I think it happens after week six, but I think he's playing this year. I don't believe by a word. And every preseason performance that he puts together like this, that doesn't mean he's going to be a star, but what it means is that he's not going to go out there and, you know, be a Christian Hackenberg. Ooh. I know, low bar. But straight, straight to it. all it's going to take is for Will's bet to go down the drain and for the Giants to have no chance to win the division. And there's no reason to keep Eli Manning in there. So I, I think it happens at some point. You'd have to look at the schedule, try to map well, out how many wins are going to happen. I have week six the schedule. Oh, go ahead, John. And that's why week six is the magic number because that's a Thursday night game against the Patriots. They're going to get blown out of the water. I don't care about those past two rules that Eli won. They're, they're going to get mauled. Then they're going to have 10 days and they're going to say, you know what, guys? We got to put Danny Dimes in. He's starting in week seven. And, uh, that gives him 10 days to prepare because Love just played that Thursday game. And at best, through those first six weeks, the Giants are maybe two and four. Uh, the only way Eli's not, that's at best, Ryan, at best. Maybe 0 and six. Wait, uh, the first six? Yeah. So listen, at Cowboys, loss. loss. Bills at home. Mm-hmm. I would think they at would Bucks, probably. Loss. I mean, the Reds, Reds yeah, that's, that's the win. They're beating the Buccaneers. Are they beating the Vikings? I don't, wait, I don't know. The you, Patriots? Can, you can't say for certain either going to Tampa Bay and winning. I'm just saying, if they have a losing record, 
Yeah. Eli's getting benched. Yeah. But wait a second, though. The whole issue is that John Mara wants Eli, and you saw it in Pat yeah, but press conference. he can say that they in August. Want, they uh, want to give Eli a chance to yeah. try and win this. They're season. saying this so Eli doesn't, you know, feel like he's getting two and four. Like the season's over, and John Mara might be like, just let him have his swan song victory or yeah. loser tour because that's what it's going to be, and then. Well, why not just play him now? You know, Pat Shermer wants because if that. you play him now and 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 and, and, and uh, Daniel Jones Daniel. gets beat up and he looks bad, then you have to go to Eli and you damage everyone's psyche. Or that ten percent chance that Eli jumps him out to a four zero start that Mara feels vindicated. Ten so like, percent. Can I can I put this out there? The is there Bucks, Reds, is there any chance Daniel Jones plays well one more time in the preseason and they start him? I mean, no, the no. Eagles weren't going to start Carson Wentz, and I know it took a trade and but no, a different situation. No, I, I know that, but, but 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 teams say it's stuff. Traded Sam Bradford. Te- I, I just said that. I know the, the next like, 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 like no one's one. going to be like, oh crap, can we trade for Eli Manning? Who was their other quarterback though that they liked, and they were like, oh, he's our because Wentz was the third string for the entire the summer. But here's the reason Daniel. that's not going to happen is because there's only one game left. It's, it's the week four game. You're going to have no starters play. So Daniel Jones ripping apart the Patriots' four-string defense in that last preseason game is not going to win him the job. He's I already ripping apart. Well, I'm saying defenses. they based I would, it apart. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Jones didn't play week four. But no, yeah, in the preseason? Yeah. <laughs> Both. Yeah, I Both thought the, yeah, week four. Preseason and the regular season. season. Uh, moving along to the Jaguars and Dolphins. Leonard Fournette got out there for the Jaguars. Uh, uh, this game is uh, still actually ongoing. Leonard Fournette out there, but you know, he's obviously off the field now. Seven carries, 27 yards, but maybe the guy who made the most noise. And, in fact, the number one trending item on Twitter, Josh Allen. Oh, right, yeah. For the, for the Jaguars. I got to tell you, you watch Josh Allen play, and you watch how this Jaguars defense looks. I'm not saying I'm buying into the Jaguars because I'm not in on Nick Foles. I'm not in on what that offense will look like. That defense is going to mess some people up. Yeah, last year they quit. I mean, I think that's fair to say. They they. It didn't work out for them. The year before, they were fantastic. They were a huge reason for their success. Um, actually, Blake Bortles was a big reason why they were so they played as well as they did against the, the Patriots in that AFC Championship game. But we know how things worked out for Blake Bortles last year. But he had a, he had a tackle on a running play out of shotgun that ended up nine yards behind the line of scrimmage. He is an insane athlete. Um, he put on fifteen pounds of muscle last year when he came back. He was a, an example of a guy who came back for a senior season, and it made sense. And he was a steal when he fell to six, I think, is when the, when the Jaguars drafted. No, 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 because Daniel Jones went six. Seven. Oh, four. No, he went seven. seven. Sorry, okay. No, he went to seven because everybody was like, why did the da- Giants take Daniel Jones? Right, and then, Josh in the Allen? second round, they got a guy people thought they might take at seven originally. Yeah, they got the right tackle from Florida, um, Juwan Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. And Brinson talking about that tackle, he made nine yards. How hard is it? Ryan think, about, think about how impossible, <laughs> how impossible it is for a defensive player on a small market team to trend in a preseason game, like how much you have to dominate. Yeah, uh, uh, like he's ahead of Cam Newton, who may have broken his yeah, foot. Yeah, like, exactly. It's insane. Like, it but insane. I'll say it again, and a lot of people are on the, not a lot, but enough people are on the Jaguars to make me wonder what they're smoking. Um, Prisco, Prisco, primarily Prisco got me on it. Prisco just poured the coin in my mouth. I couldn't stop it. How many more? What are the what's the win total for the Jags, Princeton? Uh, they won five games last year. I know that. Is it seven? But Six here's the deal. How many more wins is... I keep forgetting you guys are hammering red wine over there. How many more wins is Nick Foles What kind of wine you get? Don't mind me. We want to have this. Yeah. Ryan's, Ryan's trying to offer it now. So I'm, about to make a I'm about to make a wins over Wilson point. You're pouring <laughs> Start talking about oat milk. Let's see how he responds. Yeah. How many more wins is Nick Foles worth more than Blake Bortles? I don't understand this love for Nick Foles. One and a half. That's what wins over Wilson tells me when I <laughs> what? Wins over Wilson and brains over breach are the same <laughs> statistic. Both came to one and a half. But the point is, they won five games last year. Even if they win eight games this year, which I feel like is optimistic, they're not going to the playoffs. All right. Let's say Andrew Luck's injured. You've seen Josh Allen can single-handedly take on the entire Texans' offensive line, uh, and okay, you think the Titans are going to win that division? You don't think the Jaguars have a chance? No, the Texans are still there. Sean Watson's not going to be after facing Josh Allen. I, I think there's a chance that the AFC um, South becomes that division again that is the 8 or 9 win champion. If if the Andrew Luck injury is that season long injury. Schedule. And Deshaun Watson could go down with all the hits he takes. Then I think it's, just it's wide him, open at 8 wins. You put him on a bus, take him to the next ja- game. Look, we're all, we're all sleeping on the Lums. Jaguars potentially winning the, the division. It, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Alright, let's take a quick break and when we come back We will run through the rest of the preseason games.
The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, back on the Pick 6 Podcast for some more live in-person preseason analysis as we roll on into the late evening here. Packers, Raiders, John Breach, I'm just going to turn it over to you. This is, I could, we were on, we were on the set doing HQ, CBS Sports HQ. Your 24-hour streaming network, you can find on your Roku, Apple TV, <laughs> uh, your Razer phone, if you have one from 1999. And where else? Uh, Amazon and everything else. Um, so, uh, I, I noted, I was like, man, this thing is crazy. Like people were talking about this Raiders, uh, Raiders Packers field up in Winnipeg. And I was like, John is licking his chops at the idea of writing a story about this. Am I wrong? Uh, this is like my dream story because the thing that ruined the field was the field goal posts. So CFL field, the field goal posts are on the goal line. So they're not in the back. And so they had to put fake turf over the hole where that would be the goal line of the NFL field. And the fake turf just wasn't sticking, so anybody could trip over it. And so they said, we can't do this. We've got to cut the field down. We're just going to eliminate the end zones, and we're going to make this an 80-yard field. That's why they had to cut the field down? And you yeah. would think they knew they were playing a game in Canada. They knew they were playing on a CFL field. They know where the CFL field goal posts are located. And it was especially nine months ago. In Mexico, like it was like no one did any recon to see if it feels okay. Dude, your favorite wide receiver, AJ Green, a few weeks ago got busted Dayton. up in Dayton. Yeah, and so you would think, what is be- the NFL doing? You're a fourteen billion dollar business. You send someone right to look at this. So then someone, some like like fourteen billion people, like or like like ten. I mean, people. you remember they had the Hall of Fame game that one time where they had to like cancel the game because the field wasn't safe. It's unbelievable. Now, the one thing I will say is that after I started watching the game, these ADR fields, and I tweeted this out, is that I actually was pretty entertained, and I feel like let's just go full international rules and have different distances in each country. ADR fields for games in Canada, do like 10-yard fields in Mexico, 200-yard fields in London, it, it change everything. It could be so, like baseball where like every right. field has different dimensions and it makes it unique. But, so, but you know it was crazy. So like the Packers were like mad about this field, and they announced they're not starting anybody. And the Raiders were like, yeah, we're probably not starting any stars either. And so, boom, as I say it, the overhits. Got the over. All right, so I'm going to tell the story real quick. They Literally, Nate Peterman, take me to the promised land, threw a touchdown to somebody named D. Pearson L. for 17 yards. <laughs> so the over starts shooting, starts flying down because every, the Packers are sitting everybody, right? Right. And they're like, there's like 33 players sitting down, and the over cranks down to like 37 or something. And then the NFL's like, we're playing on an 80-yard field. And the over starts flying back up, and it gets to 39 and a half. Well, I saw that the team totals were 19 and a half for each team. I was like, all right, if I can get 20 points out of one team, I can at least push. So I took the team totals on each one, and uh, assuming they don't miss this extra point, it'll be 21 to 20. And, yeah, and to add something real quick, somebody asked Jay Cornegay, the uh, sportsbook director at the Superbook in Las Vegas, so like, are you canceling the tickets? Are you taking action on this? It's an 80-yard field. Yeah. And he's like, sorry, man, we don't have any disclaimer on field length. They can switch it up all they yeah, want. Yeah. And then somebody replied, he's like, 
I don't live in Nevada, but is there any way I can bet everything my bank account on the over? <laughs> and Jay was like, sorry, man. So <laughs> it was pretty funny to see like the gambling response to this. Well, but the interesting thing is, um, oh no. They attempted a two point conversion and didn't get it, so I'm not going to get that over. Yeah, it was 2120. Or sorry, it was 2220. Why right? did they attempt a two point conversion with five minutes left in a preseason game? Because they don't want to tie in a. Oh, no, because. No, they should have kicked! No, because the coaches can't be. The coaches have to do the dumb nonsense about it's a game, we're still competing. No, yeah. not in the 80 yard field with no starters. You mother effers! Why? Prince, there's still six minutes left, plenty of time. Oh my god, that's annoying. Ends. That boom is going to be painful when I go back and listen. Boom! <laughs> boom is a loser. All right. Um, Zeke Elliott. Should we call my friend Zeke? It's, 10, it's 11 o'clock at night. And no, I probably shouldn't. He'd no. be mad if he called. Uh, other fun fact. Oh, John, you'll appreciate this. Actually, you guys will all appreciate this. So my, my pal, uh, my pal Zeke. Uh, honey, Zeke, Zeke Honeycutt. Is actually Zeke Honeycutt. Is a funny cut. I get a text. So during, during the, during the, it's not a fun fact, it's an anecdote. I was going to say, is it a Sean fun fact or like so a during actual the, fun fact? All weekend, all week long when we've been here, um, we've been hijacking each other's Twitter accounts, right? <laughs> and. Well, I think like you've hijacked a bunch of Twitter accounts. No, they got me, John, you know, Breach got me during the telethon. I'm aware. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> and what did you tweet, John? Brinson uses $750 per month. On hair product alone. So it wasn't really hijacking as it was me tweeting out Brinson facts. But then I account. came running back in and like you try, I was like going to shut it down so you couldn't tweet it. It still got out there. He also tweeted a semicolon. No, that was Dave, Dave Richard. Richard. That's Dave oh. Richard. Yeah, I got a bunch of likes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that one better. Yeah. Um, but so I get a text from Zeke's wife, Kat, who says, I've spent, he said, Zeke thinks you actually spend $750 a month on hair products. <laughs> I was like, someone, I was like, someone hijacked my Twitter account. She said, I spent 10 minutes explaining that it was a joke and explaining what $750 of hair products would look like. <laughs> and she's like, I just don't understand. Have you seen Branson's hair? So anyway, uh, Zeke Watch is in full effect. According to Ed Warder of ESPN, now back to the ESPN, uh, the Cowboys made Zeke an offer that would make him the second highest paid running back in the league to, uh, put that in perspective. Todd Gurley gets $14.3 million. Is that right? Four, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, and Le'Veon Bell gets, uh, 13-1. 13-1. So there's a pretty big gap there. Can I give you my theory of what's going to happen? I would or, love for you to. So, so let's say they gave him, uh, 13-5. Is it worth losing two or three football games to start the season? And we know their schedule's not very hard. As opposed to just paying Zeke a million more a year, taking fourteen five, the highest paid running back, so he will show up, and then you have him and Dak and Amari, you can move on. They're only number ten in salary cap in terms of space. They have they have plenty of space to sign these guys. I don't understand what, why this is a a, a peeing contest uh, with Jerry Jones. I understand you don't want to make it a precedent, but there's only one Zeke Elliott. I'm not for paying running backs, but this doesn't make any sense to me. The Melvin Gordon thing, I completely understand if you're the Chargers, but. Just give him fourteen and if, five. Yeah, and if you were willing to draft him that high over guys like Jalen Ramsey, and now suddenly one million is going to be the reason why you won't give him an extension. I mean, you already valued enough to take him that high. Just give him an extra million. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I will. I will say this. Um, I thought that I, thought, I don't know how much you guys heard about this on the telethon, but like Roddy White, I was I was like floored. Like Roddy White was like he was busting out some knowledge. He yeah. hates PPR. I still can't believe that. Yeah, but I he, hate PPR too. But, but he's made, a wide receiver in the NFL. You are a former wine drinker. Yeah, but he, but he made the, he made the point Correct. that he's like he's like, look, here's the deal on these contracts. He's like, y'all don't. I mean, we understand, but like, you know, I think the average person doesn't. He's like, these teams make these offers to you, the first offer, and your agent doesn't even want to tell you what the offer is because it's so insulting, like slap in the face, insulting. They automatically lowball you. Yeah, they give you the lowest possible right. offer. And, and players do the same. That's why that Dak Prescott wants forty million. He knows he's not getting forty million, right, right, but he's right. trying to get thirty-four. But so, but then Roddy pointed out, he's like, "Look, he's like, he's like," and then he's like, "These numbers start getting like leaked out. Like this is what the like the like what it is." He's like, "The team's leaking it out." And we're like, I mean, we know this, but I mean, it, it just was interesting to hear like a player say it. But like, this is so clearly from the Cowboys. First and of, he said also, players should start leaking out the lowball offers ahead of time to get ahead of the bad. Yeah, he's one hundred percent right. Like the players' agents should leak out. I don't they, know why that doesn't happen. Because the, because well, the, the Cowboys have accused them of negotiating in bad faith and would claim they won't. You know, like they would terrorize. Which like, is all the Cowboys have been doing for the past two right, right, months. Right, but like they would definitely not. 
They would tell. We well, don't need a running back if, to win the if Super Bowl. You're, if you're an agent and you piss off Jerry Jones, he might not negotiate with like multiple clients, right? So the agents have to play a little bit nice. But but that's biting up your nose to spite your face if you uh, don't have Zeke Elliott. Uh, agree completely. But the point of that is that Ed Warder of ESPN has been, and Ed's a great reporter, but he's he's been in Dallas for like thirty years, forever. There is longer than Sean's been alive. Yes, that's not yeah, an exaggeration. Yeah. I, I would, I feel quite confident that that this report from that Ed has is not coming from Zeke Elliott's squad. Like, like Zeke didn't leak this, damn right. Like, this is leaked by well, the no, Cowboys. It's obviously not leaked by Zeke because this makes Zeke look bad for not it, taking. It's saying the, it's Cowboys like fans are like, pain. right? You're yeah. turning down possibly say thirteen point eight million. We don't know what the number is. We know where it could be. It could be fourteen million. Literally, they could have offered Zeke fourteen million. He's turning that down. So this makes Zeke look bad. Right, but in reality, this this is definitely a deal that is like five years with basically two options on the end, probably has a ton of void language, and definitely doesn't have a ton of guaranteed money. But does so, it John just said it makes it does it make Zeke look bad? It yeah, makes him look greedy for trying to turn yeah, down yeah. this much. Like the Cowboys, so, Cowboys fans are definitely chirping at him. Like, no, why don't you just come back and play for the team? Like, you don't need a, that yeah. money. You're being selfish. If they were lowballing and Warder had said they offered him twelve million a year, then Cowboys fans probably side with Zeke. Like, he needs to be above David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell because he's proved himself. Le'Veon Bell sold out an entire year, but when you're offering him fourteen million, thirteen point five, somewhere there, how are Chargers fans reacting to Melvin Gordon's ten million? Because he ain't Zeke Elliott. That's what the Chargers offered. So now, but do you have any notion of how fans are reacting to that? Well, they don't have any fans, so there's <laughs> nice one. I lived in San Diego for two and years. So I'm allowed to make jokes. no one will tweet angry or leave a bad review about Breach for saying that. <laughs> I think one thing to be worried about in the Zeke thing is that this offer might make Zeke more angry. It might sort of like lock him into a corner, not lock him into a corner, but like I'm with you, Ryan. Just pay him, give him the Todd Gurley contract. He's going to be good for three more years. How do you guys feel? I don't think we've talked about this. How do you guys feel about Jerry Jones saying, I deserve, or I've earned the right to tell him, make jokes about him publicly? Why are you using my, that's a heavy sandwich. That's a heavy sandwich. I only have one voice, that's it. <laughs> but I, look, I understand that Zeke Elliott, we talked about this, struggles to keep his hands to himself in the offseason. He gets himself in a lot of trouble. And Zeke, uh, or Jerry Jones has gone to bat for him against Roger Goodell, even though he still got suspended six games. But has he earned the right to, Clown his best player no, publicly, no, and also not. it's the difference between I can't joking believe... with Zeke and joking about Zeke to reporters. You I know can't... what I mean? He can joke with he can make that joke to Zeke, but he's not joking with Zeke when he tells reporters that. I, 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 I would assume right. that Jerry is like trying to stump for the fact that he tried really hard to get Zeke not suspended, but it also How'd that feel, work out. Well, but it also feels a little bit like I don't want to. I don't know how to phrase this. It just feels like like I drafted Zeke. Zeke plays for my team. I've earned the right to joke about but, Zeke. But uh, the, the other I, issue you, do you is know that what mentality I'm talking about without saying it. But the other issue is that Clarence Hill, I think, had to inform Jerry Jones that he was being yeah, recorded. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, you know, he got that on video. He's like, Wait, oh, and then Jerry's like, we're just, Jerry's just having a good time. If you're Zeke, that's a heavy if you're Zeke, like, why even put it out there that you're mad? Why not? Well, because then it, you. It, you now have like you're debating in public. You're mad at each other. It's like taking your divorce I would and, and going public. I would leak it to somebody that the offer was not what the Cowboys portrayed it to be through Ed Warder. I would leak it and be like, that was the total. But if you looked at the structure and the guarantees, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd call up. I don't know who I'd call up. Like, I mean, call up me. I don't know. I'd call up somebody. Like, <laughs> I would just call up somebody who call up somebody who'd be so desperate for my a DMs scoop. are open. Yeah, yeah. My DMs are open. somebody so desperate for a scoop. They would. There's a hundred percent chance Jerry Jones has a burner Twitter. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, would you would you hesitate to get Zeke at four, five, six, seven in a fantasy league? No. Oh. So it's it's funny. So we just had the telethon. I think my number one question I got was someone had the position of like picking fourth. When would you take Zeke? I don't know if you guys know this, but his ADP is five point five. <laughs> I had to teach Wilson sure. what ADP meant before true, he true went story. on. <laughs> now I know. Um, he might have been wearing the stupid red jacket. I was, I was actually looking at you as the podcast started. I was like, why are you still dressed like that? <laughs> That's his travel clothes. It's a heavy so anyway, so <laughs> I would still draft this him. podcast a heavy sandwich. Yeah, it <laughs> needs to be a t-shirt. Go ahead, Sean. I would, uh, I, I'm still taking him at four. And I, I think it's fine for him now to drop to four. I mean, let's see what the Cam Newton thing turns out to be before McCaffrey. But I think it's fine that he may have gone from the second to fourth pick. I'm still taking him above those wide receivers. There's no way he misses more than two games. Exactly. And, like, everything – I still feel like despite this Jerry Jones, I've earned the right to make a joke, which was, like, the first time things got kind of tense. 
Jerry Jones, I feel like for the last four months has been repeating, like, it's going to be fine. Like, stop stressing about it. And I feel like even though this report, like, Zeke might not be happy about it, it I, I think it's happening. And I think it's going to happen right before the regular season. Now, maybe that impacts Zeke weeks one and two, even if he's there. And maybe they ease him into it. And maybe because they can because they're playing who? Miami and, and Washington. So they can do that. But what I was telling people is I, I think Zeke's playing at least 14 games full strength, barring injuries. I would still take him at four. Melvin Gordon, obviously, is a different case. I just feel like the Melvin Gordon and the Zeke situation are polar opposites. The Gordon one feels like the Le'Veon one. This doesn't feel like the Le- – the Zeke one doesn't feel like the Le'Veon one. Le'Veon without the Le'Veon talent, which yeah. is sort of weird. Hey, uh, so, John, remember that email we got from the PR person about Cam Newton inter- the Cam Newton interview? I do remember that. Has I, it been I, canceled? I, no, I followed up and said, I'd love to talk to him for the podcast. Uh, what day and time do you have? And she emailed me. I just saw it come through this, af- this afternoon. Hey, so sorry for the delay. So waiting to hear back on Cam's availability. What do you think Cam's availability is? I'm glad you brought him up because Ian Rappaport just said that the injury doesn't appear to be serious. Really? Yeah. So, Brinson, you can take your uh, – The boot is a precaution. Oh, you have to set your Panthers tickets on fire. Uh, yeah, Rappaport's pretty tight with the Panthers, so that's good. Um, what, do you want, what are you guys looking for this weekend from a fantasy perspective? Ryan, this is your uh, wheelhouse. This is where I step out for a minute. You drink so much Bud Light Lime, you got to pee? <laughs> Ryan, it's oh. Brinson. What do you think about this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> John, you can slide everything right to Mike if you want to. I, uh, I mean, t- for me. And so Friday we got Browns at Bucks and Bills at Lions. So this is going to be the boring answer, but we kind of mentioned this. I can't remember who. Was it Jamie or – might have been Sam Monson at PFF. Remember, not everybody has heard our right, – I'm just saying all these are blurring together. No, 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 I'm with, no. I'm with you. Like, Like I've said – Stuff forty five times right. today, and it's hard to, it's hard to, it's right. like in my mind, it's been said so many times, it sounds redundant, but it's hard to remember that not everybody's heard your. All I'm looking for in the preseason is who's getting hurt and who's not getting hurt. Okay, so there's there's truthfully not anything that happens this weekend that will impact my draft strategy, other than if you are drafting during the games, like keep Twitter open, keep something open to monitor injuries. I I will tell you this, I got um. Oh man, who tore his ACL? Uh, was it Spencer Ware? And Kareem Hunt became the starter? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, that was, what, two years ago? Or was that last year? That was two 17. Years. Yeah, it was two years ago. So two years ago, we were down in Pinehurst doing our draft on the Saturday night of the third preseason games. And Julian Edelman tore his ACL, which made Brandy Cooks a potential stud. I drafted him. And Spencer Ware tore his ACL, which made Kareem Hunt a potential stud. I drafted him. I was, I was targeting both guys anyway. But like I moved him up probably a round or so. If you watch for those injuries, you can win your league like that. I'll throw in that two. I have some more stuff to. to I'll make mine quick because I know Brinson likes to talk. Uh, but two games I'm going to be watching just for maybe late round guys at the running back position. One big one is the 49ers. Uh, not that is just a crazy battle that's going on there. We don't know what Kyle Shanahan's going to do yet. There's so many guys to choose from. Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon's been dealing with the injury, but Matt Breida. So it's just like, are these, who's going to get the carries? It is week three of the preseason. It's a big one. Who's going to be out there with Jimmy Garoppolo? I think that's a big question. And then, uh, the 49ers are playing the Chiefs, but I don't care about the Chiefs. Uh, and then the other game was the Browns Bucks. And same thing, watching the Buccaneers backfield and what Bruce Arians does in week three. And who's he going to put out there with Jameis? You know, you have Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber. Uh, so those are two running back battles. I just want to see who, out, who was out there and getting the snaps in those two games. Uh, Those are good things to look at. Do you, um, what, do you want to talk about the Do we not talk about the Dolphins? I don't think we did. I just saw a tweet from Adam Beasley who, I don't know, but you would call him a good You don't friend. know Beasley? I don't know Beasley. Oh, Beasley's a very good friend. Right, exactly. You don't um, know Wildcard? Have you met Wildcard? I once saw an actual dolphin with Beasley at an aquarium. <laughs> That's true. That's and, true. And he covers That's the dolphin, so, so it's the most ironic thing that has ever happened in my life. So the dolphins are playing as we as we talk here. So we're obviously not. We don't have all eyes on that game, but yeah, it I, seems like Rosen is playing well again. Should I tell the time? So should I tell the story about the time I left Beasley on the streets of Indianapolis? See, Brian, this is happening again. We're, we're trying He's to talk in the football. Of talking Rosen, and you interrupt him for a Beasley story. Go ahead. I mean, if you want to do it, do it. Nah, I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's podcast appropriate. So, anyways, so uh, I, he was like walking. Uh, <laughs> What's your Rosen hot take? <clears throat> oh, it's just that I watched the first Dolphins preseason game pretty closely because that was one of the only games on, and I thought Rosen looked really good, and he was playing behind a really bad offensive line. I'm not interrupting you, but we did talk about the Jaguars, so just yeah, it was the same game. Well, I'm, okay, but I'm Squeeze not talking about the Jaguars. So, by most reporters on Twitter, people watching the game, Rosen appears to have played well again. It looks like Fitzpatrick is going to be the guy. 
Morris I hasn't committed, but yeah. But it's it seems that way. Reading between the, reading the tea leaves here, the three the three the the, the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins are doing. I, I say this ad nauseum out there, but they're doing the same thing. They're going to start the veteran. I, I, yeah, yeah. And in the other cases, I actually agree with it. This is one case I don't really agree with it because I don't think there's any guarantee Rosen's there another year. So I'd want as much of a look at him as possible. The other two are going to be there for sure next year. Um, and the second thing is that I think Rosen has play, outplayed Fitzpatrick tremendously this offseason. Adam Beasley, this is what he just tweeted. The Dolphins this preseason have scored 36 points on Rosen's 13 drives. So guess how many points they've scored with Fitzpatrick's 14 drives. So it's 27. 15. Okay. All right. Good, good, good point. Um, a couple more things to look at from this weekend. <laughs> Dude, I said, get out of here. <laughs> uh, I, I do think I am, I am, I want to see. So I think there's an impetus from the Cardinals that they look like such crap in the preseason so far. Like they're like, we're going to go vanilla. We're not going to do anything. And it's looked, Kyler's looked awful. Can't get the snap cat down. Um, I think they're going to, they said they're going to have some wrinkles. Against the Vikings, Cardinals are plus six and a half. I think I think I think this will be a little bit of a, a mini kitchen sink game for Cliff Kingsbury. I think that they have had such negative negative press for so long that I think you're getting Bidwell, Steve Kime are kind of leaning on. Like everybody's like, hey, like, Sean's terrible? not married. He's never been in the kitchen. So what is kitchen sink game? It's not Explain a, to it's him. Not a marriage. You just pulled the kitchen. I'm just they, kidding. You throw the playbook at him. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, think, it, I think they'll do some some funky stuff to try and get Kyler comfortable and try to get him confident. Isn't that a terrible idea? Probably, yes. You throw, you do the funky stuff I in mean, week one. He had a lot of terrible ideas in college. So. Um, right. I guess I care about seeing Tony Pollard as the Texans. Like, I want to see how he runs. Yeah. Uh, I also want to see how the, the uh, distribution of carries is for the Chargers. I think Justin Jackson is a potential league winner. One thing I absolutely forgot to mention, and Sean is going to love this. I'm going to have all eyes on the Bears-Colts game because I want to see what Eddie Pinero does. Now that the kicking job isn't his, but he's the only kicker on the roster. If he goes in there and just misses one kick. How is the job not his? He's the only kicker. Because they'll get a kicker that's cut off another team. Hey, Sean. If he misses a kick against the Colts, he will not be their kicker on opening day. I promise you that. Why didn't the Bears trade for Carly Carly Lloyd? Lloyd. I was just going to No, no, but seriously, why didn't they trade for the Ravens? Hey, Breach. You know who they should trade for? Carly Lloyd. No. Ray. Oh, okay. Thank you. We get it. But no, I mean, no, no, no. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Vincent is like less do of a host and a facilitator this one. Than Soccer just, style a, a kicker. Congratulations, Power High 1976. Stetson University Honors graduate. Class of 1990. Holds two NCAA division records. Points for most points in the season. Formerly <laughs> named the world. First and only athlete. How about a caller in county? What the hell of a model of America. By the way, by the way, that right there is why I'm not going to South Beach with John Breach. <laughs> he just ripped, he that, ripped that off off the top of his head earlier. It's just straight from Ace Tour. It's so great. Um, can I, can I ask you should, a question? Yeah. Why didn't the Bears seriously trade make a make a move for Robbie Gold? No, Vid, how do you say his name? <laughs> yeah, uh, Vedvik. Vedvik. I can't say his first name. The Vikings Kari went up Vedvik. top on him. The Vikings went up top on him. So why are they well, waiting? Even if you're the if you were the Ravens, you would at least call the Bears back because you know how desperate they are and say, "Hey, look, Minnesota offered a fifth. You guys gonna top that?" And who knows if that happened? Hey, Ryan Bates is like, "Listen, I've already got this Trubisky thing." But I'll tell you why I don't think they. Well, this is because. Vedvik's never kicked in a game, a regular season game. Sure, There's well, no experience there. So, like, if you give up that fifth rounder and then you end up cutting him, like, two weeks later because Panero still wins the job, then you just – the whole kicking competition looks yeah. even more foolish. So, like, I just don't think they want to deal with the circus of bringing that in town, even though Vedvik is probably better than Panero. But there's oh. just – there's no way to know if he's better. So I don't think – like, the Bears are already short on draft capital from the Khalil Mack trade, from the Mitchell Trubisky trade. They don't have a first-round pick. Well, what do you say about kicking – there is a way to know if they're better. They literally just kick field goals, and they either go through the uprights or they don't. Well, look, Cody Parkey was good in Miami, and then he just had a terrible year. This is what I'm going to say really quick. Sean, there's 24 hours in the day, and you have spent 18 of them on the Bears kickers. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I slept, once again, four hours last night. Just stop it. And That's your own fault for using whatever app you're using. Texting? Yeah, texting. Anyways. I was up four hours. I slept four hours, and every time I'd sit down, I'd write don't a paragraph. Don't then I would be like... Then I'd be like, what did I just write? And then I have to go back and, do, and for the record, <laughs> I can't wait till we go on video so you guys can see. Um, okay, we don't have to get into it, but, um, look at Danny Cannell. On, uh, Danny Cannell, so Danny Cannell remarked that, and, By the way, Debo is just like, now no, he's no, at the point no, where. You should watch the, you should watch the show and like find a picture of Danny Cannell. 
He looks like Run DMC plus Albon. I got a call actually. To, <laughs> so I guess one person oh called us. I don't know if I should publicize this so we don't give the prank caller, you know, whatever. I'll do it. I got a call today and it was like, can you tell the guy in the gold chain, which is Danny Canal, who was sitting really far away from me, would not have been possible for me to say anything. Can you tell him that he's ugly? And I, I, all I said was, well, do you have a fantasy question too? And he goes, yeah. He's ugly, and you're ugly, too. <laughs> what you say? What'd you say next? And so I go, well, have a great day, and I hung up. The restraint. No, and then Sean was like, well, who's more ugly? Uh, uglier. But anyway. And I he was Sean, like, I saw that picture of Brinson. Oh, this reminds me. I, I got to tell one story real quick. Sorry, Debo. Um, Debo, Debo sleeps less than four hours a night. This I know, I know, I know. He's, all, here, he's, all, he's on the Big Six pod. He's off Canal and Bell. He's about to get – his sleep oh, schedule is about to be great. Uh, you're gonna be sleeping and eating breakfast like a yeah, normal right. human. Tell us terrible stories. <laughs> so we, we we go and play golf. Interrupting Brinson's story because he interrupts. I would like him to know Daniel Carlson hit a 33 yard oh. game winning field goal to hit the over oh, in the Raiders Packers game. Yeah! Wait, wait, wait. Was it, was, it, was it for the Packers or the Raiders? For the Raiders. Yes! Boom! Nice job. Good interruption, Breach. You can always interrupt me for some winners. So um, we're down in uh, Pinehurst and we're on Friday and we're playing at uh, Longleaf or whatever this thing is and. It's a weird setup, but coming in on 17, there's a, some houses to the left. It's a very short par four. I've been kind of grinding and slowing down. And I, uh, I, I hit my drive way left, way left, like right at these houses. And it hits one roof, boom. Hits the second roof, boom. Hits the third roof, boom. And we pull up, we're right up in the carts. I'm like, God, I hit second drive. It's great. We're right up in the carts and there's a, there's this shirtless meth head. What? On the, I, don't, I can't explain it. Like he was like he's just shirtless. He's out there. He's got a mustache. He's like smoking cigs, and he looked like he was just on like meth. And I was like, "Hey, um, you didn't have you uh, subscribed to the Pick Six podcast? Yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah." So I was like, hey, "You didn't see a ball come through?" He's like, "Yeah, it hit my house and it almost hit me too." You and he starts swears at me. I was like, "Hey, buddy, you live on a golf course?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, well, you're a <laughs> golfer." <laughs> And he's adding more words. And then, he, then, he, he goes then he yells "f you" and st- like like runs inside. He's like, "I'm gonna come out and throw stuff at you." Da, 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 da. And and basically, we hit our next shot scared that like he was gonna come out with like a, a sawed off shotgun. And, and well, the, I think the lesson is that you could take a lesson from Sean and how people management skills because Sean was getting yelled at and he said, "All right, have a great day, sir." Your first inclination is to yell this man with no shot. What, what if, what if Brinson? Because he was taking some calls. What if someone had told him oh. you're ugly? Wow, twice. All right, so real quickly, one more thing. No. It's like three times I've tried to say something. Cam Newton's x-rays are negative. Yeah, Breach told us that everything's cool. It's, no, it, it's, it's characterized as a just a sprain right now, I'm told, according to Rap Sheet, test coming tomorrow. That is enormous. Breach broke that news on this podcast. If you're drafting well, tomorrow night, Cam Newton, Cam Newton might be a steal. <laughs> All right, we, yeah. need a, we have done a full 180 I, since 45 minutes I never, ago. I never, I never was about to fall asleep. And I never got to say my quick one thing, which was oh, Carly Lloyd. the Bears should bring Carly Lloyd for a tryout. Okay. I think yeah. they should let her kick in the fourth preseason game after what? a tryout. Can, can we ask? No, that would be her tryout. <laughs> what did Jim Breach say when you asked him about that? Uh, honestly, he thinks – You can read it in my story. That's online can. at cbsports.com. I will just say real quick that, that that's a gender breaker. You do have – there are – is the Bears, Female is, soccer player is good enough to do that, but he also said the Bears probably shouldn't do it because, like, say she came in, kicked in the preseason, made a couple field goals. You go back to Panera for the regular season. First field goal he misses, they're going to be like, <laughs> all the fans. Panera. Panero. Pinero. Oh, Pinero. I was like, I was Pinero, like, I was like where are the Bears so going we, are, we did not eat dinner. So if he is... misses a field goal in week one after Carly Lloyd hit two field goals in the preseason the week before, everybody's just going to be like, why aren't we signing Carly Lloyd? So that's more pressure on him. Uh she should kick in a preseason game. I think that would be awesome. I'll, I'll say this. Save the way for her to get a job or another. In all seriousness, even though I wrote an article about why the Bears should sign Carly Lloyd, it's not going to happen. This is my bold prediction is Carly Lloyd will play in the NFL as a kicker. Not this year because I think she doesn't want to retire from soccer, which that would require. But I think she's competitive enough and like not psycho, but like that competitive. This is like, and that will only take like, a challenge. And that's that, something that would sell tickets. I, like the Bears signing Carly Lloyd would be like NC State getting its own beer for Sean. 
Like that would be like your like NC ultimate. State. Why like, would I care if NC State no, gave that's me a beer? For me, like in, it's like NC State plus beer is like my Venn diagram of perfection. Whereas like you're like for the ladies soccer kicker, I'll join the Bears. You'd be walking around like a Carly. I mean, I I literally spent 16 hours a day writing about the Bears should sign Carly Lloyd article. Yeah, yeah, that's just, I, that's, that's, a, that's my whole point, man. All right, I, we, we got to get out. Diva's gonna kill. I got all one us. more story from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, this has been a fun week, fellas. We'll be back next week. Lots of shows leading up to the regular season. Uh, What's next week? Gambling week okay. is next week, followed by predictions week, and uh, then we're going to take this momentum and swing it right into the regular season. Excited for on it. video. Subscribe, comment, and review. Yeah, uh, on iTunes and uh, and on uh, old uh, Apple Apple Podcast. Excuse me. Thank you. And on uh, YouTube. Talk to you guys on Monday.